Hey everybody, it's Joe here. Welcome to my Rosacea Freedom Podcast. I hope you're well and I hope life is good today and you're enjoying your morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. There may be a little bit of traffic noise because, as usual, my, this podcast has arised when I'm sat outside. So, um, today's podcast is inspired by a call I took this morning with a lovely soul across the globe and we had a very very lovely conversation and it's inspired by her and I did mention that I would be making this with her beautiful inspiration and um, so it's about rosacea will crush us and make us feel so many different levels of emotional trauma or feelings or thoughts yes it will it's on our face it's so visual and you know our face the first expression people sees you know the first greeting it's on the face and so I completely get that because that was me that was my life and um, I think that what was the most inspiring thing for this lady was actually talking to somebody who's had it and from the expression of surviving it, healing it, and explaining and expressing what rosacea really has arrived to guide you, to see, to notice, to feel, to understand. With many, many clients that I speak to, there's a lot of people that come to the call and who can blame us. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to get to the root cause of it. We're trying to understand it. We're trying to indulge in things to help us heal from it. And there becomes this narrative that happens with the person. It happened for me, and it definitely happened for this lady that I was speaking to this morning, and many, 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 many other rosacea sufferers that I've spoken to. And this feeling for this particular lady, and for many of us, was this perception that she needed to try to fit in. She needed to try to fit in. She wanted to be um, the life and soul of the party. She wanted to try and fit in. She, her, her um, childhood history was, as we touched on it briefly, was maybe a reflection to some of these feelings. And the feeling of not being, not being able to do what she thought she should do or she should be doing. And this happens to a lot of us because... Rosacea arrives when we're out of alignment. And if we're always pushing or striving to be somebody, something that we're not, then we are going to suffer. Now, the thing with rosacea sufferers, as we are sufferers, is that we are very unique. We're very empathic, very sensitive. I've said this so many times. So the likelihood of us fitting into our friend circle is pretty rare. There's going to be people that we really attach to and really love and we feel we can be really relaxed. We can have light conversation, you know, heartfelt conversation, soul level conversations. We can have those expressions with these people. And there's other people that are acquaintances that, we, you know, we call them our friends. Everybody's a friend. But there's a limitation to how we can express ourselves with them. Now, if you're in a group of people, and you probably will know what I mean, and there's this woman or this person, this boy, this girl, who is the life and soul of the party, the one who always talks, 
you know, um, I had a friend who talks, you know, we could be stood in a queue and she'd chat to the person in front. We could be anywhere. She would make conversation with whoever's in her vicinity. That's what she loved to do. She needed to do that. That was fulfilling her personality, as I thought at the time. You know, and lots of people are extrovert. They love it. And we can sometimes try to make ourselves in that, you know, energy. And what happens is, we know from the moment of arrival or the moment in the company of the person how we're going to be. Do we feel comfortable? Are we relaxed? Are we going to share meaningful conversations? Is it going to be deep? Is it going to be this? And, you know, we have friendships for different purposes, I feel. You know, some of my friends I can go to and have a real good heart-to-heart with. Other ones, you know, they're not so... um, open to those sort of conversations but they serve my soul on other areas and then others serve my soul in other areas and that's beautiful because that beautiful diversity between friendships is so great and we can use you know we we use and we're in and we're having and we're loving into those spaces and you know we're each sort of um each of our energies is blended and just supporting each other but this particular inspiration comes from really beating yourself up because you're not you're in a situation where you feel uncomfortable but you want to try and you're trying to make yourself feel relaxed in for example I'm a teacher I'm a guide so I'm I've taught 30 people 40 people and I am you know happy in my genre of what I love to do and I'm very happy and people have a beautiful receive from me once I finish that teaching I then you know, wrap up and I'm quite happily to sort of drift off and uh, come back to Joe if you like. Um, but people's perception of me is that I'm an extrovert, I'm very confident, I know what I'm thinking, I know what I'm saying and that's their perception because I'm a teacher, I'm at the front and I'm doing all of these things. And then when I'm speaking with people on course, they feel the same because I'm so passionate about non-suffering on all levels rosacea yes i specialize but all trauma you know um anything anything that's making us suffer on a level that's not bringing our greatness to the table i feel there's you know there's you know it's beautiful like let's go on an adventure let's find what it is and let's marry you to it if you like so that's people's perception i'm confident and of course i'm very confident when I'm talking about my subject, the things that I know, the things that light me up, my wisdom, my knowledge. If I'm in that, I'm absolutely, you know, in looking as confident as I could ever look. But you know what? I'm an introvert. I love to offer and express, but once I've done what I needed to do or what I'm loving doing or what I'm sharing, then it's back to me, always back to me. That's like a a, a really um, affirming statement for me, back to me. I need to come back to me. Because when I'm in my role of teaching or guiding, I'm giving every expression of me, you know, this is the whole part, the whole body gets involved. And um, so when I'm finished, I like to come back to me, whether that's just having a soft cup of tea, and just being by myself, or whether that's going for a walk, or whatever it is I'm doing, I or writing is that I need to come back to me. So this, this lovely lady today was really, um, expressing how she has a go at herself, self-sabotages herself when she doesn't feel like she's fitted in, like questioning herself, why can't I just be relaxed here? Why can't I just enjoy this company? Why am I feeling these feelings? You know, why can't I just relax and be myself? 
So that while we were talking and the be myself thing was the absolute icing on the cake for me because that is exactly what she wasn't being, was being herself. You know, we all maybe, you know, there's parts of us that we wish that we could do or, um, you know, we wish that we could be more extrovert. But if, you're, if we're an introvert or an extrovert introvert or a blend of both, which most of us are, but for me, I'm introvert. And this lovely lady was too, I could feel it, was that, that you know, this self-sabotage and this frustration with self was causing her harm, was detrimental to her health, you know. This is why she's feeling, you know, aching body parts and just feeling like this, just disconnected and exhausted from trying to be. And what's so amazing about her knowledge and wisdom is that when she's in a situation where she wants to be comfortable but she's not where she wants to be seen but she doesn't you know she's having this internal dialogue with herself this is the most knowing moment for her because her intuition her inner voice her lovely beautiful spirit and soul and heart are all sharing that this isn't for you or to be in the situation that serves you Instead of being in the middle of the room trying to make it work, how about standing to the side and having a conversation with somebody that resonates? This happens a lot, you know, especially with things that are meant to help us heal. We try so hard to become, to do, to follow these rules and, and, and these systems that are just not for us. And that very first initial feeling of it not being I don't feel comfortable, this isn't for me, is your action, is your action. And I know it might feel like at the beginning of your journey or even in the middle of your journey, even for me now, I just want to go somewhere and relax. But if it's making me question myself or if I'm not comfortable, then I do what I need to do to remove myself or to say goodbyes or to not take that situation again. So it's about honoring yourself. You know what? You're so clever. You're so knowledge. You're so wisdom that you know. You know, I mean, I'm sure most of you now have walked in a room and felt the vibe, felt the energy. You, if you're married and your husband comes home or your wife and you just feel, oh, something's up. You know, this sort of intuition. We are very sensitive, very empathic. That's why it's hard for us to be just anywhere. You know, I went to Holland and I, got, I was taken to all these lovely sites and I walked into one and instantly I just had to get out. Luckily, my husband knows. He knows when that energy comes about me and instantly, you know, before I would make probably, oh, I've got to get out of here and all of that stuff. But now I just say, I've got to get out and I just leave. He can carry on and do what he's got to do, but I need to get out. And then when I get out and I notice or I read whatever this building was, I realized that it was where, you know, slave, the slaves came years ago and from, and it was just, I just could feel the energy. I felt it straight away. When I first came to Turkey to this place, I have never felt so comfortable, but I've been to Tenerife and other places and I hated it. Honoring yourself, that intuition, that knowing, that questioning that comes about, why, um, why aren't I happy here? Why is this situation, this person? This is your knowing. This is your knowing. This is your knowing. And it is just such a beautiful thing that within the conversation of this self-sabotage she was explaining and all the rest, 
of the negativity that goes along when she's trying to put herself out there actually held all the keys, the wisdom, the magic, the knowledge to the real, her realness, her truth. And it was a beautiful thing. So honoring that first beautiful knowing that comes about of your atmospheres, your people, your spaces and your places, because you are a magnificent self. And it might um, give you, it might fear you to think that so many things that you're doing right now in the present moment, so many people that you're hanging about with in this moment, you get these feelings of disconnecting, these feelings of, of not fitting in, in. And you say to yourself, how could I ever blend in when, you know, um, I feel so uncomfortable now with, you know, my friend circle as it is, or, you know, in my job or whatever I'm in. But, you know, when we start to honor ourselves, the opportunities and the open awareness opens up and we start to attract the people that are our people that is our person, because we are acting out of authenticity and out of our heart and out of our knowing, you know, and it does feel like such, how on earth am I ever going to, you know, change this? How can I? But you will. The more times you honor yourself, the more times you say no to this and yes to that, and to really be sure that you're saying yes because you want to and not because you feel you have to. And then you start to make beautiful space for what is for you, who is for you. Because if you're residing in this trying to fit in, trying to be, you know, um, what you think you want to be, like everybody else's being, or, you know, just to be that extrovert when you're an introvert, you know, your energy is giving off that vibe. So the attraction that you're trying to attract isn't going to come because it's not authentic. So when we become making these soft changes, and it doesn't have to be done overnight, it's just a yes today and maybe a no tomorrow and a no thank you or I'm not going there and just starting to know and act from that point of. Because if somebody asks you, do you want to come here? Would you like this to eat? Whatever the question is to you, you know within the instant of the question, before you've even thought, you will feel it in yourself somewhere, whether it's right or wrong for you. And whether it's right or wrong for you is the action that you take. Because this is then, no longer becomes a self-sabotage. It becomes an empowerment, a self-empowerment, because you're choosing what's right for you. And if you worry about what people will say, you know, if there's old friends involved or people, parents, even if, if they're worried about what, that you, what you know, they're going to say because you're making the right choices, then... Please try it and see what happens. It's not half as bad as what you think it's going to be. Remember, you are coming into your authenticity. Self-empowerment is coming from you. And this just seeds off into so many other people. And then life becomes a little easier. So this self-sabotage, you end up making choices that serve you. And not thinking that you need to be making choices because of others. And it's a magical thing to start to embrace. So I hope this has helped. If you're listening, I really, really love talking with you and thank you for sharing. And for everybody else, I hope this is such an inspiration as it is for me sharing this. It was a real 
beginning, not a beginning, but it was something uh, I learned to do. And I didn't think it was ever possible being a hairdresser, you know, accommodating all my clients, staying late when I should have been at home with my family, saying yes when I meant no, squeezing people in, doing two or three clients at a time. I never thought I could change this way, but I did. Because I was the only one suffering through my wrong choices. I was the only one suffering from self-sabotaging. I was the only one suffering because I was the one beating myself up, judging myself. And once I learned that, once I you know, said no instead of yes once, I felt it. And so will you. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope um, you tune in again. Lots more other podcasts there for you to listen into. If you have any topics you'd like me to talk about, please let me know. But for now, I'll catch you soon. Bye-bye.